Welcome back to the Dr. Bo Show. Today is the first edition, attempt, whatever you want to call it, at something that's inspired by uh, the all too famous David Goggins, an after action report, which I guess is technically inspired by the military. Uh, he tended to do, I just listened to his uh, audible book, what, You Can't Hurt Me? I can't, something. You can't hurt me. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and he talks about doing after action reports, you know, for things for work, but then he started doing it for really all aspects of his life and in particular races. So I figured I'd do that. Um, cause I've had, I don't know, I should have looked on ultra sign up a couple DNFs, um, in my tenure. One was a 50 K last year, uh, didn't DNF this race, but when we do that, or even if you complete a race, even if you win a race, maybe there's things to learn. There's always something to learn. That's a big reason why I think a lot of us do these crazy distances. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's get into it. So the race this past yeah, weekend, seems like a long time ago already. Uh, my quads are still remembering it though. Uh, was the Mountain Miss 50K in Huntsville, Alabama in Montesano State Park. And if you're not watching, you can't get the irony that on the Montesano State Park picture here, it says slow. And that's what I felt like to, on this day. This was also the day before my 37th birthday. I don't know if age is playing any role in me slowing down a little bit, but a lot of people have told me over the years that I need to slow down and get into longer distance. Um, AKA learn how to pace. And maybe today was a really good uh, uh, lesson for that. So how'd the day go? Well, uh, if you're, again, if you're watching, you can see uh, here, I feel like I was climbing out of the depths of hell. You go up what's called water line at one point. And it's a, it's a literal climb, started cramping up. Uh, we'll talk about where I maybe hit the proverbial wall or legitimate wall. Um, but you can see in the clock here, or if you can't see and you're not watching, I finished in I think 535 and some change. Um, you know, it's not terrible. It's not at all what I had planned. My initial goal was 430. And I know that seems probably just extremely lofty considering I finished an hour and five minutes uh, after that. But something I wanted to point out here was I really liked, um, I'm pulling up my, if I could control my slideshow. Um, this is my Strava breakdown and it said historic uh, relative effort of 399, historic. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, so, you know, 534.24 was the time I had, put me in 35th place overall, not at all what I wanted to do, uh, but I'd never run this race. Uh, some notes from, you know, not having run the race, it was hard to, you know, kind of peg what I should have done different. Uh, some things I heard after the race, though, were the conditions of the course were probably the best they've ever been, if not at least for the last few years, because it tends to be a very muddy course because a lot of the trails on Montesano stay shaded pretty much all day long, so they just stay wet. It can be a very muddy course. They had also taken out, again, I don't know exactly where this was because I've never run it before, a very supposedly very rocky downhill section, uh, but there were plenty of rocks for me. So, yeah. Thought I was gonna do a little bit better than this. Um, and they had me at 536 on ultra sign up here. So what happened? Uh, these are, see, I wish I felt a little cooler. Like when Australian people say me mates, um, I wish I could say that and not sound like a douche, but um, these are my buddies, me mates that did this race with me. And that is one sweet cowhide fleece. Uh, thanks to my brother-in-law. Supposedly that's gonna be our 
uh, crew uniform if I buck up and decide to do a hundred miler here at the end of the year. Now, this is getting into the later miles here. We have 22 through 31. And if you look at mile 24, this is where everything kind of came to a head. Yeah, elevation started to increase precipitously in the last six miles. I had heard that info, um, but they were spot on. You can see this 20 minute mile wasn't just altitude or uh, elevation change. Uh, there were a couple things that I didn't do well. I'll break all that down at the end, but this is where the rails came off. I was in the top 10 up until this point and then just, you know, I never stopped moving, just slowed down a lot. And, you know, Maddox has never disappointed in me this before the race started though. So I don't know what her thoughts were at the end. Uh, again, something that's a little frustrating when you look at, again, how specific or, um, how much can we rely on heart rate data for a lot of reasons, but just from the tech, you know, from Koros talking to Strava. But if we looked at this and said, man, you did pretty well at staying where you would assume you would be for a race. Maybe we would like a little more, you know, uh, zone two since it's a 50 K and we're not hopping up into that tempo for almost half the race, but I was pretty happy with that. So again, at no point during the race that I feel out of energy, um, my legs just got beat to hell, which I've never had happen. We'll talk about that in a second. So, and Maddox is still super pumped with her dad at the end, um, or she was just really happy that I was wearing that fleece. Uh, so the tactical breakdown, what did I learn? What would I do different? What I would do the same hydration. So the race started at 32 degrees, uh, actually colder than now Montesano. I think it was like 27 degrees. Uh, you know, it's great for running, but also that sometimes leads you to feel like you don't need to drink as much. Um, and I was putting myself on a little bit of a schedule, but obviously not enough. Cause I did start to cramp a little bit at mile, uh, right around 20. And then it knocked down around mile 22 when I kind of got after a little bit. Um, and you know, there's the whole debate on is cramping even a hydration issue or is it neuromuscular? Um, I got after it, it went away, you know, whatever you want to call that. Um, but I need to, you know, there's the adage, you know, Tim Noakes has been famous for saying drink to thirst that works sometimes, but it doesn't work all the time. And, you know, I'm a heavy sweater. I would like to do a sweat rate test at some point and see, you know, am I in that range, uh, higher end range of sweat rates, you know, from 14 to 1800 millimoles per liter of uh, sodium. I bet I'm up there. Cause when I get done with even a race like this, just covered in salt, so I need to stay on top of it a little bit better. Uh, nutrition timing. So I ate obviously the morning uh, before I went there and I had on me two spring energy gels and two packets of scratch chews. And then I was using a uh, scratch hydration mix and one flask. Uh, I got hungry, like legitimately hungry. And I had put myself on a schedule assuming that I was going to be around that 430 mark, 430 to 445 um, of, I could eat every 40 minutes and I would, you know, I'd start at 40 minutes and go every 40 minutes and I'd have enough food. Well, I didn't even get into the second thing of chews, went through both gels, chews. And then with the cramping, I grabbed some, I didn't have any, you know, I don't really like salt pills for a lot of reasons. Um, but I grabbed some goldfish, grabbed a sandwich, uh, you know, that got me back online, but I was hungry. I didn't feel energy depleted, legitimately hungry though. So I think for me, uh, nutrition timing, I'm going to shorten that gap. And actually on my run this morning, I went and ran, uh, for an hour and a half out of Oak mountain. I was just 
trying out uh, at 30 minutes, I started eating some of the spring, what is it, oatmeal, fruit or whatever, the big pouch uh, and did that every half hour. And again, it's only an hour and a half run, but just to make myself do it, which is a big part of, you know, if you're going to get into these distances is training to be able to not have gastric distress and keep your gastric system working um, while you're running, which is counterintuitive for your body for the most part. Uh, specificity, specificity of terrain. I think this is probably the biggest part of what knocked me off the rails of this race. So since I've had a uh, little Maddox here, as we can see, uh, love her to death, but I've had to run way more uh, around our neighborhood just for timing purposes and not able to get uh, as much elevation uh, change as I would and not a lot of eccentric downhill running. And I think that's what got me because I've never had a race where I had to stop running downhill. Like I had to walk because my quads felt like they were exploding. Um, and also I made some tactical errors. Uh, mile, I believe it's mile 16. You come out of the woods, there's an aid station, and then you hit a huge downhill uh, paved road uh, through the neighborhood at Montesano. And I had just blew by some people that stopped the aid station. I didn't stop. I didn't need to. Well, here's a lesson learned on uh, looking at the course before you hit the race. Didn't stop that aid station, blew down this, uh, I bet it was almost a mile of concrete. And then you go around a baseball field. There's another aid station. This should be, you know, lighting off messages. But again, I'm like, oh, I can pass more people. So I passed a few more people there. Um, at this point, like I said, I'm in the top 10 and I'm just cruising. Well, you immediately start hitting switchbacks and climbing. Well, I ran out of water halfway up on the climb. And then, you know, that's where, again, rails came off. But even without the, the aid station help, the specificity there is I've been running a bunch of flat pavement and not getting in enough, uh, you know, eccentric loads. So I think I had a lot of, you know, micro breakdown muscular wise. Um, also, I honestly haven't been hitting uh, the weights as much. I mean, I still lift weights about once a week, but I, I mean, it used to be at least two times, if not three plus running. Um, and that's why like, you know, elevation was always my just forte. I could just, I mean, my legs never got beat up. Uh, so I got to get back on that. Right. You learn. And, uh, we'll talk about the races coming up. will help me train for that too. Um, more training in general. I've always been a culprit of, I can get away with pretty fast and long efforts on low volume training. But if I want to do as well as I want in some of these more competitive races, in particular, longer distances, I'm going to have to really uh, beef up my training, get a little bit smarter, which I know better than anybody. I'm a coach. Uh, how to do that, why I need to do it. Um, I just need to make myself more adherent to it, which may mean that I get myself a coach. I used one at the beginning of last year. And then with COVID and Maddox, um, uh, awesome coach, just, you know, wasn't a good fit for everything. Um, so I may get a coach again, just to keep myself accountable, or I may use one of the coaches with my coaching company, um, which if you're interested, check out foxruncoach.com. Uh, we haven't quite released it, but by the time this comes out, we'll be talking about it. So, uh, that's kind of my breakdown for the most part. Um, what's next. So where am I going to put this stuff into effect? So, Upcoming, you can see I've got a lot on the books. Some of these may happen. Some of the mileage may change on some of these. Uh, we've got a mix of the Southeastern Trail Series, Lake Martin, a Bear Hoodie Trail Festival over in LJ, Georgia, uh, Chocoloco 50K. So I've got a axe to grind with that race because two years ago, that's always one of the hotter races 
uh, temperature wise, humidity wise, it's on the Penhody trail. Um, I was in second place in that race until the turnaround. So it's an out and back and at mile 16, I stopped, ate some food, um, started heading back and about two miles later, man, my energy levels are sinking. I got passed by the first female. So now I'm in third. By the time I hit mile 22, I remember I stopped at the aid station at mile 22, eight. I never had one before, which is always a mistake during a race. Don't do new stuff, but they had electrolyte like otter pop popsicles and just sounded so good. Cause I was, you know, I mean, this is a hot, hot race and I was staying on a very good schedule, but I think I went out way too hot. Cause there's also half marathon and we went cooking with those people up front. Um, but I had to DNF out of that race. That's one of the few that I've ever DNF'd at mile 26 of a 50 K. So only six miles, five, six miles left and just couldn't hold anything down. And it was rough, but I'm going back for that one, uh, for sure. But the next one coming up is this Lake Martin 27 miles, which for me will not be a race. This is going to be a volume training run, getting ready for the bear Hody, which is April 23rd. Um, so Lake Martin, uh, David Tosh puts this on. Uh, it's about an hour and a half southeast of where we're at in Birmingham. And you can see it's uh, for the 100 miler, it's about four, a little over 14,000 feet of elevation gain. 27 miler obviously is a, about a quarter of that. Um, but it's a pretty tough race, a lot of up and down. And it can beat your legs up. I've done this race twice before. This will be a training race. And like I said, then the next big thing coming up is the Bear Hody 36 miler. Uh, that looks like a really interesting weekend and I'll be doing after action reports on all these. So, uh, I hope these help you guys in some way. They help me. And I just figure anything that helps me may help somebody, you know, figure out something on one of these races they're going to do, how to go about, you know, breaking down a race, uh, may, you know, bring up questions about things that, you know, you've had issues with, but, uh, give me some feedback on these. If you ever have questions, comments, whatever it is, you can hit me up at Dr. Bo Beard on all social media, drbobeard at gmail.com. As always, uh, we appreciate reviews. Uh, Five-star ratings are awesome. That helps bump us up so we can get more of the good message out. And I appreciate you guys listening and watching. See you guys next time.